Welcome to Let the Money Talk podcast by Philip Capital India. A podcast that provides the latest analysis of the Indian capital market. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hello friends, this is Jaydeep Sen from Philip Capital Fixed Income Desk. Hope you are enjoying the holidays and the holiday mood in this festive season. In today's report called Running Yield dated 26 December 22 we will discuss the twin deficits of india twin deficits as in the fiscal deficit and the external which is the merchandise trade or overall current account deficit and overall balance of payment situation now this issue of twin deficit is an issue with most economies in the world because most countries in the world have a deficit how is it in india so in india the central government fiscal deficit shot up to a high of 9.2% of gdp in fy21 which was the pandemic hit year and from that high level of 9.2% of gdp it is gradually on its way down but little slowly little slower than we would have um, expected that to be uh, the current account deficit the external fund deficit which was otherwise under control has become an issue this year this year as in fy23 so today we will take a look at some of the parameters on these two aspects on the fiscal deficit there is a fiscal glide path given by the government on reduction of fiscal deficit and the target given is 4.5% of gdp by fy26 that is by 31st march 26 and uh, as you are aware that the um, long term target of the government is as per the frbm which is the fiscal responsibility and budget management act which is 3% of gdp so in the uh, immediate term the target is 4.5% of gdp by fy26 and 3% of gdp in the long run that's the fiscal deficit target and how are we uh, faring now from 9.2% of gdp in fy21 it eased to 6.7% of gdp in fy22 and this year the target is 6.4% of gdp now on this uh, target of 6.4% of gdp for this financial year while uh, certain question marks have been raised but things seem to be under control now why these question marks have been raised one is the higher expenses on account of subsidies subsidies on food and fertilizer uh, quite recently the uh, the ministry has approved supplementary grants that is additional permissions additional expenses on the subsidies of food and uh, fertilizer but the thing is ki uh, even after this uh, permission or supplementary grants additional grants for uh, expenses if we look at the previous years there is a kind of within quote savings that has been generated by the government in this case savings means the initial expenditure budgeted plus the additional supplementary grants minus the actual expenses which means actual expenses need not be as much as much meaning the initial budget and the supplementary grants approved what it simply means is uh, if initial uh, this thing was say rupees 100 and supplementary grant is 110 ultimate expenditure need not be 110 it may be say 105 which means there's a kind of uh, 5 rupees of savings being generated and the saving rate this year is higher receipts mostly from taxes so all the components of tax uh, personal income tax corporate tax gst have been buoyed and gst has been in particular quite buoyed so receipts are higher so in spite of higher expenses and subsidies things seem to be under control 
on a very straight line basis uh, this financial year from april to uh, october we are more than 6 months we are 7 months into the financial year and the deficit is 45.6% of the budget estimate for the year hence over 7 months of the financial year which is more than 50% of the financial year deficit is less than 50% of the target for the full year so that way things are under control going ahead on 1st of february 23 we will have the union budget we'll get a picture of the target of fiscal deficit for the next year which is fy24 and the extent of government borrowing from the market from the bond market point of view that is relevant and this financial year fy23 the extent of borrowing from the market government borrowing at least on a gross basis prior to redemptions is the highest ever and that is a pressure on the market now coming to the other aspect uh, other deficit which is the external deficit uh, merchandise deficit has been um, increasing exports have not really been increasing which is not a, a good sign and the merchandise deficit if you look at it month on month like april may up to october november the merchandise deficit is significantly significantly higher than the previous years one small saving grace in november there has been a marginal improvement in that deficit over october but yes that's at the margin uh, on the current account deficit uh, projections vary from agency to agency so broadly in the range of 3 to 3 and 1/2% of uh, gdp so as per one agency uh, the fiscal deficit target is 3.3% of gdp uh, divided into two halves the first half that is april to september 22 it is 3.4% and second half that is october to march the target is 3.2 averaging 3.3% of gdp for the financial year uh, other aspects uh, the dxy has been easing what is this dxy dxy is a measure of the strength of the us dollar against global currencies in particular six global currencies as per a defined weightage so highest weightage being uh, euro so dxy had strengthened earlier to a level of 115 116 now it has eased to approximately 104.3 so dxy having eased uh, it will not put that much of incremental pressure on inr inr has weakened against uh, usd approximately 12% this uh, calendar year um, earlier the inr had gained against the euro when the dxy was strengthening uh, euro was weakening rupee was uh, weakening but the rupee weakened less so effectively gained gained against the euro but off late uh, inr has weakened against the euro as well if we look at adxy that is asia dxy the asia pack of currencies except uh, yen uh, obviously uh, adxy has weakened against the usd but off late over the last 2 uh, months or so the ady has pulled back the inr has not so what it means is uh, since the rupee has weakened and uh, while euro has pulled back adxi has pulled back inr has not which means in the immediate term there is not much of weakening pressure on the inr our forex reserves are increasing again from a high of 642 billion it is to 525 billion from 525 it is now up to 563.564 billion dollar and forex reserves is the ammunition in the hands of the rbi if they want to protect the rupee if they think fit if the need be so uh, net net where do we stand now fiscal deficit not much of a concern yes 9.2 of gdp was high even 6.4% of gdp is high but there is a target like 4.5% of gdp by fy26 uh, current account deficit uh, is a concern 3 3.5% of gdp is high 
but yes, it is not so much of a reason for stress. It is concerned, yes, but not so much of a uh, stress. If you look at FY12-13, we were in a much uh, worse situation and from that perspective, we are relatively better off on the external front um, as well. The next event, as we discussed, is on 1st of February and we'll get a picture of the fiscal deficit target for the next financial year, which is FY24. On current account deficit, things may improve going forward because oil is kind of stable around the 80 handle from the highs earlier. Commodity prices also are uh, kind of uh, stable, so not much of a concern. To know more, please read our report called Running Yield dated today, which is 26 December 22, and wish you a happy new year in advance. Thanks. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media, and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear about other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Capital India Private Limited. The information provided with this podcast is only for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice. And this does not take into account any specific investment objectives, financial situations, and neither do we warrant the correctness or accuracy of any information mentioned herein. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations, and opinions have been obtained from public sources which Philip Capital Research believes to be reliable. Philip Capital, its group entities, and any of its representatives shall not be liable for any loss of any nature whatsoever caused or suffered owing to inaccurate or incomplete information mentioned herein.